0: On today's Q&A episode, what are the best tools to use as your freelance business grows? That's what Caesar asks us because his business is outgrowing free tools like Google Drive. So, Clay and I launch into our best advice on what makes a good business tool and what just makes your business worse. It's all in this episode of Freelance to Founder. Let's go. I'm Preston. And I'm Clay. And this is Freelance to Founder. You're listening to a Q&A episode where listeners like you from around the world write in to ask us questions about freelancing or building an agency. We've each built multiple six or seven figure businesses. On this show, we're changing the lives of everyday freelancers just like you. Discovering this podcast a few months ago really like changed the trajectory of my journey.
1: Really, really valuable stuff. I've made a ton of notes and I plan to put this stuff into action immediately.
0: Discovering that I'm a founder instead of a freelancer has been amazing for me.
1: If you're ready to push past hourly rates and build a business that sets you free, then you've got to join us.
0: Just submit your question at freelance2founder.com slash ask and we'll do our best to answer it. And we'll be right back with today's question right after this. You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day, have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane, effective home workout. That's because Hydro LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hello there and welcome to a special QA episode of Freelance to Founder. My name is Preston Lee with Milo.co And joining me on the air as always is my friend Clay Mosley from GetDrippify.com. Hey Clay. What's up, man? Enjoying the new offices.
1: Yeah, now that I'm moved. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. That's no fun until that's moving all. Moving is
1: moving is the worst.
0: <laughs> but uh new location, Austin, Texas, still, but uh just found a new office to work in, yeah.
1: Yeah, we're downtown, downtown Austin now. Cool. Which is Post- which is cool.
0: Love the energy.
1: Love yeah. the energy
0: here. Yeah, you've always loved that city uh, as long as you've been there. Just uh, yeah, just,
1: just a cool vibe. It is. Yeah, cool, weird vibe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, good man. Uh, we're gonna tackle this short question here today. From I'm pulling it up. Here we go. Uh, from Caesar or Cesar. However, you want to say it, we'll call it we'll call him Caesar. He says, Hey guys, this is Caesar from uh, Data Nicely is his company. My question is, as I move into being a founder, what types of tools do you recommend to grow our business? So um Let me give a little more context. He says, Caesar says, they like to do cold outreach. Uh, There's some different tools to help them find email addresses or track if an email is opened or manage email campaigns. He says, there's just lots of options out there. And then he says, it can be overwhelming as a founder. As we mature away from doing everything in Gmail, Google Docs, and spreadsheets, what are the top five tools you recommend we get in place to set ourselves up for long-term success? So the real question is, best tools as their their company grows?
1: Huh. I mean, this is a pretty loaded question.
0: <laughs> Why do you say that?
1: I mean, it's, there's, okay, here's my philosophy on tools. <laughs> um, I think, and I'll just say this because the question was asked, and I get asked this question a lot. It's like, hey, what's your favorite software for mm-hmm. whatever, right? Um, <clears throat> I think first and foremost, I think what, Someone need, what what every business needs to do is to completely whiteboard their process uh, for their sales pipeline from prospect to to new client to raving fan. Hmm. What does that look like? Regardless of software, like completely ignore software. Yep, and then. What you do is, and what you do is when you whiteboard it out, you whiteboard it out in a way where you think is perfect, in a perfect world, how does that process look like, right? Everything from sales calls to onboarding to, you know, project management to, you know, whatever, right? Um, And it's, in a perfect world, what does that look like? And then what you do is you go out and look for the tools that will fit that.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: So like I can sit here and like name so many different tools, but I have no freaking clue if that's going to fit this person's process.
0: Yeah. I had the same thought when I read the question. I was like, well, you know, there's some basic tools like for cold outreach. I could say like reply.io. I love, um, they've added so many cool features. You know, there's like for finding emails, there's like Hunter or, um, man, there's just like so many, Mm -hmm. But but I agree. Like, like, um, first of all, recommending tools is tough because the reason there are so many different tools aside from capitalism, of course, is, is because people have so many different preferences. Like, like, Mm -hmm. so we work with hundreds and, and thousands of freelancers all the time and, and someone might be diehard about like fresh books. And another person completely hates fresh books. And they literally are freelancers who do similar work, right? And it's it's just like such a personal preference. And so I'm with you, Clay. I sort of hesitate to say, here are the best tools to use. For me, it's about like what tools. I, I think I've I've swung both ways. I've gone like all in on tools and thinking that's gonna be like, you know the most important piece of my business. And then I've gone super simple. And I think I prefer the latter. Like for me, it's like what tools get out of my way the fastest. They help me get the job done, but then they get out of my way so I can do the real work. Because I think way too often we end up like, instead of having tools that help us with our processes, we have tools that then we have to build processes just to manage our tools. And it just becomes this whole like backwards. Yeah, it's totally backwards.
1: I see it all the time with um, for example, high level or go high level as people like to refer it to. Um are I you haven't heard of that? What is that? No. It's uh it's a super popular marketing, all in one marketing software. Um it does emails, it does S- like SMS text messaging, it does it's oh, yeah. a CRM, yeah. it has a pipeline. Anyways, it's it has I'm, like Yeah, I'm looking I'm it up say. right
0: now while we talk. Okay, cool.
1: Um it is what I use. And so um, you know. I hate the interface. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only reason I, I'm still using it is because once you learn it, because the learning curve is so high on this. Yeah. But once you learn it, it's super powerful. It's like the most powerful marketing automation tool that mm. I've seen that I've worked mm. with. But um, but anyways, to to your point, this is this right now. Is a shiny object to at least the circles that I'm in,
0: hmm.
1: and people are signing up for high level because they think it's going to solve all their marketing problems. I'm like, no, it's a tool, and so what they do is they go sign sign up for this thing, which, by the way, the people at high level they built this for agencies, not the end user, not not the chiropractor, not uh, the HVAC, okay. yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, but I'm seeing a whole bunch of these end users, these small business owners, signing up for it. And then they're like, I don't get it. I don't understand how to use it. Well, it wasn't meant for you. But they're yeah. buying this thing, and then they're altering their processes and their systems to fit this software. And I'm like, going back to my original point, like go whiteboard your shit out and then find something that fits. But they're like, they're trying to jump on the bandwagon because yep. everybody's signing up for this thing.
0: Yeah, I, I experienced this when I worked at a, so I I moved from like more of a traditional old school corporate setting, a company that had been around, like probably over a hundred years. I don't actually know, but a long time. And um, and then I I got hired. I left that job and I got hired at a tech startup that was just a few years old. Really high tech guys. I was working with like all pretty young people, and um, it was you know traditional tech startup. And and uh, and we used what's that product? By Atlassian Atlassian.
1: Um, uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what it's called. I don't remember either. I'm gonna look now, it up. While now we're, we're both we're both Googling it. <laughs> <laughs> Jira? Is it Jira? Yeah, I think maybe it was. J I R A. Yeah, that
0: sounds right. It's yeah. sort of it's sort of like a really complex because I know Atlassian bought Trello, which is like yeah. a sort of a drag and drop, really simple. Mm -hmm. but i think yeah i think jira was it and and um it was like we spent i've spent probably i don't know a third of my day managing my jira cards and whatever i don't even remember what they were called it was just like so complicated and and the and management like would not let us you know not completely fill out a card for that like if i had to go use the restroom i feel like i had to fill out a jira card and like give them all the details it was ridiculous and i just i pushed back so hard but they just held on to that and and i was just like guys we are wasting so much time just managing the process instead of having a process that gets gets business done i hope i hope you know they've maybe solved that problem since then but um again for me it's like simplify simplify just because yep. a tool wants you to add categories and tags and dates and deadlines that doesn't mean you have to like if that's mm-hmm. helpful use it if it's not helpful leave it alone we used clickup for the longest time uh and i think we probably used like 20% of the features they offered because it's just like you don't you don't have mm-hmm. to use it just cuz it's there
1: yeah i i feel the same way like we we're switching to notion for like, mm. notion's like simple
0: yeah yeah, they sort of yeah. pride themselves on being simple, if I remember right.
1: Yeah, it's very minimal. Um, I think everything's actually black and white for the most part. Um, hmm. But yeah, I I think uh, you know, sorry Caesar, you're probably not going to get satisfaction out of all <laughs> answers. But like two things is whiteboard your process out and choose software that fits that, and then what simplify is what you said.
0: Yeah, yes, just just choose something simple, and I think I think our advice goes hand in hand, right? Because it's like. I'm just saying, like, pick something that gets the job done. And you're mm-hmm. saying, figure out what the job is to be done first and then yep. pick something that,
1: that accomplishes that. So I, I want to make one more point um, because I get caught in this little circle where I just get the itch to switch software. Right? Oh, I was
0: going to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah.
1: But like, and, and I'll do this for stuff where I'm like, my current software is working. Mm-hmm. Why do I want to switch? It's mm-hmm. because I get bored. Right. And, <laughs> don't be don't follow that light uh don't fall into that that trap because if something's working just don't even think about switching it's working
0: (laughs) yep yep
1: yeah or even if
0: i would say even if it's working like 90 percent like i okay so here's a really concrete example i was on mailchimp for the longest time like years like maybe a decade on mailchimp Mm -hmm. and um this other software what oh, was it? Uh, Active Campaign, I think, was the other software. They had this one feature that I really wanted to try. So I went through the terrible, awful process of migrating tens oh, of God. thousands of email addresses and customer, uh, customer, all the customer data and whatever, all over to Active Campaign, importing it, setting it all up, setting it, resetting up all my campaigns. It's all very manual. It took forever. It was a pain learning the new software because it was all different. And then I kind of used this new feature, but I didn't really take full advantage of it. Meanwhile, all the other like basic stuff that I had to do on a regular basis, like sending just a typical email campaign or a follow up or like sign up forms, they were all way more complicated. <laughs> MailChimp made them super simple and ActiveCampaign overcomplicated them. And so, so meanwhile, I'm miserable. And then a year later, I just switched back to MailChimp because I just, I mean, part of it is what you get used to, right? So, take that with a grain of salt if you're deciding between those two pieces of software. But like, um, I just, it wasn't worth it for that one feature for that 10%, right? If it's Mm -hmm. working 80 or 90%, just like make do with what you've got and, and stick with it and, and stick with it for a while. I feel like people tend to switch like every, every time, you know, Pat Flynn says there's a new software that'll make you rich or whatever. People will switch over to it. And it's just like, look, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not that different and not that much better. And particularly if it's new, it's not going to be better than this thing that you've been using for 10 years. It's going to lack yeah. a lot of features. So
1: it'll have bugs too. Yeah. It'll have bugs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, a lot, clearly we have, or at least I personally have some soap boxes <laughs> on that particular topic. <laughs> but Caesar, we hope that was helpful, man. Uh The real truth of the matter is we can't give you a list of top five tools you should be using. Um, but that that's some those are a few things to consider while you're while you're choosing tools to help grow your business. And uh, we hope that was helpful. Man, best of luck to you as you as you grow your business. If you want your question answered like Caesar or not answered like we did for Caesar today, <laughs> uh you can visit freelance2founder.com slash ask and you just fill out a quick form there and we'll answer your question on the air. Send you the link uh, to the podcast and you can listen in. Hopefully it's helpful to you. And Clay Mosley from get Thanks so much, man.
1: All right. See ya. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Freelance to Founder, a collaboration between Milo, Dripify, and the Pogglomerate. You can find links to my business,
0: Milo Clay's business, Dripify, and of course, our podcasting partner, The Podglomerate, all in the description of this episode.
1: Remember to call in for your own episode at FreelanceToFounder.com.
0: A very special thank you to the members of The Milo and Podglomerate teams who work behind the scenes to make this production possible.
1: To stream past episodes, visit FreelanceToFounder.com or search freelance to Founder wherever you get your podcasts. And that's it for now. Until next time, see ya. We will see you guys on the next episode of Freelance 2-Counter.